Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Hernan C.S. here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host, the insurance bro, James C.S. And man, we are here with some energy today. As always, we have another awesome, fun-filled show ready to go for you. Now check this out. The company, may, the company name may suggest otherwise, but let me tell you all that today's guest is anything but ordinary. An extraordinary social butterfly, this guest found us just last week at a social event and did exactly what we preach here at the Business Bros Pod. He got in front of us and told us what he does. And now here he is, just a few days later, to get in front of all of you and tell you all about how to be among the most extraordinary video and content creators around. Joining us today from Ordinary Marketing, not so ordinary. Please welcome Brady Yoder! You ready for this? Hey, what's going on, guys? I love it, man. We, that's what. That's the next thing we need is intro music. <laughs> intro music, obviously. Well, see, we don't hear it, but there's actually intro music. There actually the is, yeah. Yeah. All right, ladies and gents. Before we get started, I got to remind you guys: 365 pairs of shoes was the goal for the year, and we met and exceeded that. Let's so go. Thank you all for all those donations. But if yeah. you still happen to have any, hit James up six one nine eight eight four zero zero four five or James at csfirst.com. Like right he now. is the <laughs> Insurance Broham. So if you need help with your yeah. home, auto, commercial, GL, workers comp, whatever it is you need, or maybe you want to add insurance into your business, you got a mortgage office or a tax office, we'll help you increase your bottom line and do all the heavy lifting for you, but you got to find out how. Hit James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Show sponsor for today is dronequote.net. It's the way to shop for solar. Stop waiting for somebody to knock on your door, sit through an hour and a half presentation. You go to dronequote.net forward slash business bro. Then just enter your information. We're going to send a drone over. They're going to measure up your rooftops, send it to roofing contractors, send it to solar companies. You sit back and look at all the different quotes. Pick the one that works for you. Dronequote.net forward slash business bros with one O. Boom. All right, Brady. I know another Brady. He's a goat. He's a goat? Yeah. I don't actually know the guy. Six rings? Six rings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's a close personal friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. He lost lost on Sunday, but... This Brady's a lot more like me. (laughs) 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 Cheers to that. Cheers to that. (laughs) All right, Brady. So, tell me a little bit about yourself. You, You, I mean, before the show, we were talking college, and you had a great story, but let me know, like... Did you go to school for this? Is this is what you wanted to do exactly? Like you knew right out the bat this is what I'm going to do? No. So this kind of just uh, spur upon me. So I went to Cal State Fullerton for a business honors program. And I have another story about that when I decided that is not for me whatsoever. 
But I, after the business honors program, I was like, forget this, man. This is not going down. So I switched over. And can I curse, by the way? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. All right. I just want to make sure it wasn't like a, a family-friendly <laughs> show or something. But um, I switched from the business honors program to a communications program. And that was a cakewalk. If anybody's looking for an easy degree, do communications, entertainment, and tourism at Cal State Fullerton. You, pff, cakewalk. Cakewalk. <laughs> but um, I had a lot of friends in fraternities. And I rushed a couple of fraternities. But I got kicked out for one reason or another just every single time. I was a wild kid in college. And then I picked up a video camera and started filming these parties. And that was my in to any fraternity party that I wanted to go to. So it was For promoting the, the gigs, pr- promoting the gigs. So um, in fraternity culture, they have uh, stipulations like liabilities that you can't have any outside guests outside of the fraternity mm-hmm. at any of your parties because of liabilities. But they did have media budgets. So that was for performers and media. So I found a loophole in and was like, man, fuck this. Yeah, I'm going to start filming party, these parties. Yeah. yeah. And um, the thing about it was picked up the camera. And then the biggest thing was the spotlight. So when you're in a dark room and you see that spotlight, it's like girls gone wild. Like mm. you just see some crazy shit go down every single time so everybody wants to show off for the cam everybody wants to show off for the cam it's like from drinking stunts to girls flashing themselves to just crazy dance moves across the board when they see a spotlight they're they're down for it for the most part for the most part yeah especially after being intoxicated yeah you know yeah i had to edit out a lot of uh, red solo cups because we can't show any <laughs> underage drinking um i couldn't show myself underage drinking either you know protecting myself but you know it was a lot of fun and that's how i got into the media realm and just been doing it ever since just been doing it ever since i tell tell, i'm I'm curious i'm curious um in today's world it's all about and it still is it's been for the longest time about go to school get good grades go to college get a degree and then get a job Mm -hmm. uh you ran away from that finance degree the business finance degree why um so i'll tell that story right now um so i knew going into college that i wanted to sell weed that was just in the back of my mind forever. I knew that the person that had marijuana had the part, it had the power, whether that was at the party or in somebody's social life or just an individual looking to escape from the world, the person with the weed had the power. So I wanted to jump on that train as soon as possible after I got it on my mom and dad's house. So the it was a business, it was general business administration, but it was a special honors program at Cal State Fullerton where they had special classes and you had to like qualify for the program. And they had one class once a week on Thursdays for 50 minutes. And I showed up late one day and we had a guest speaker. And I sit down at my desk. I'm high as hell all the time in college. I was high as hell. And this guest speaker is is talking and she's saying something along the lines of, what does it mean to be a leader? And everybody just has their hands down. Nobody's interacting with with the speaker whatsoever. I look down at my desk. There's a handout. And it's a blue piece of paper. And it literally says, what is a leader? And it gives bullet points. I raise my hand. I'm like, being leader is xyz she's like perfect spot on you got it what's your name i'm like oh my god you guys are just not interacting with this girl you guys have the answers in front of you this is easier than high school so after that moment i knew like this is not for me i'm not going to do all this extra strenuous work just to have some extra thing attached to me and my uh my bachelor's at the end of my college career so i was like you know i'm gonna do something easier i didn't want to deal with accounting or business calculus switched over to communications um actually got a couple of opportunities to work with Coachella, Golden Voice, um, the Stagecoach, the, the country one. Did all of those, had a good time, but I knew that I wanted to be my own boss and didn't want to have to answer anybody or be responsible to anybody but myself. And that's what the big transition was right there. All right. When we met, mm-hmm. we met at the Big Block Party, which, by the way, ladies and gents, if you ever get a chance to go to the Big Block Parties, they're fun. They're some, yeah. Some, right? Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. People are dressed to tea. Everybody's having a great time. Food, drinks, great time, great time. We met there, and you kind of came in 
with a specific agenda, right? What was yes. your agenda that day? So I'm a Facebook event crasher. So I go to maybe three events a day. Um, I'm counting this one as an event so I could take it a little bit easy, but I'll go to maybe three events a day and my goal is to get 15 contacts a day. So it's about 45, hmm, no, 15 a day, 450 a month that I'm trying to just churn out if I'm really on my shit. Um, my agenda is I walk around with an iPad and show people what I do with video and how I can make their brand look even better just through, you know, getting down on a computer, editing some stuff up and making them shine through whatever sorts of media that they want, whether it's photo, video, audio work, X, Y, Z, we do it all. So my intent when going there is just meeting people and, and ended up meeting you two and having a great time so far. So, so far, so good. Now, what you're doing is you're selling a particular product. You're selling, you're selling the, you know, video content creation, that sort of stuff. But what you're doing on a daily basis, going to these parties, that's the actual marketing part. That's the actual get out there and, and, and you know, tell people what it is you do. Mm-hmm. What got you to get out of your shell to be able to do that? A lot of people won't knock on a door, won't pick up a phone, like, right. you know, won't, it's hard to have a hard time having a conversation with people. Like, how did you get to start doing that? Like, what did you do to yourself or say to yourself or how did you get yourself in that position? So growing up, my mom was born and raised in Jamaica and then she came to, I don't know if you guys heard of Hemet, California. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So, so when I was growing up in Hemet, <laughs> when I was growing up in Hemet, shout out. Shout out. When I was growing up in Hemet, my mom was the only black face in the entire town. Like maybe like two other kids were black. Like I think it was like 2000. I was born 1995, went to my house in 1998. And then on, I was like, I remember I was sitting in church one day and my mom out of 200 people was the only black person there. So I knew from the jump I was different. Like, holy <laughs> shit, this is weird. Like I never became noticeable of my own skin tone until that moment. And her personality was super vibrant because in black culture, you like, you got to be loud to be heard. That's just what it is. They one up each other all the time, especially in Caribbean culture. So I picked up a lot of early seeds of being outgoing from her. Very loud, very vibrant personality. But um, I think what really did it for me was I used to sell solar panels. I, you guys doing the Drone Co. shout out. Oh, haven't heard of them, but um, it's a way smarter idea to get solar. Like if, you have, if you guys haven't gotten solar yet, go get solar. What are you doing? <laughs> protect the planet god but um i was always outgoing i was always a ladies man i was always like flirting with girls and like having the attention on me dancing in front of like the high school when we had our prep rallies and just getting in the, in the middle of the circle wherever it was but when i started selling solar panels and knocking door to door it really removed the fear of rejection for me like the the question of what's the worst that can happen the answer is no mm-hmm. like when you take away and I also do jujitsu so the fear of a physical confrontation is not the top of the thing on my mind right now i'm i'm even though, you know, I removed a lot of the fear of rejection, there's still the fear of rejection, but it's a pride thing, not a physical thing. When you take that physical thing away, it really makes it easy to interact with people on a, on a more comfortable, grounded, belly-to-belly basis. So, and then, you know, I, the, I think it's kind of rudimentary or elementary. Um, when I try and reach out to people in cold email, cold calls, um, I've done like cold call jobs before. It's not the same when they can see my personality face to face and actually mm-hmm. have a good connection with somebody and and put a face to a name. And that really evolves the relationship right there because you can't do business with somebody that you don't know, like, or trust. Absolutely. Now, when we first met, one of the first things I said to you was, hey, how's it going? And your answer is always happy to be alive. That's a great answer. I by love the way. that one. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I love it. It's really uh, it really lowers anybody else's defenses like 
you're damn right I'm happy to be alive. You know what I mean? Like, of course we are. But nobody really, you know, says that. You know, when I say, you know, hey, how's it going? They're like, oh, pretty good. How's it going? Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of a, 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 you know, I don't know, common courtesy, I guess. You know, you walk down the hall, you're like, what's up? They go, what's up? Like, it's just conversational. Mm-hmm. You take it to a whole new level. You, you kind of dig deep right off the bat. Right? Was that something you learned going door to door, or is that something that that's been part of you? I picked that phrase up in college. So I was really cool with my banker. Uh, I lived on campus, and I would kick it at the U.S. Bank on campus. Shout out Lenny! If you're ever watching this, Lenny, you're my dog. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> um, but uh, we were hanging outside of the Titan Student Union, doing like a little booth. I'd just kick it with him, chop shit up with him. And there's this like super old senile guy, and Lenny introduced me to him, and I, I didn't think anything of him. He was like talking in riddles and shit. And when he said, he asked me how I'm doing, I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm all right. How are you? He's like, I'm happy to be alive. And that sprung me right there. Like, oh my God, that stuck with me from that moment on. Like, I always knew that the, it was like a robotic response. How are you doing? Good. I'm good. How are you? It's like, it it bothered me to a core from maybe like 16 on when I started to realize I was different. And when I started doing psychedelics as well, I started seeing the world from a different lens, different uh, paradigms. My paradigm started shifting after that. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's it. Like, it's an appreciation factor from the jump. And yeah, it is. It's like a, it's like a common standpoint. Like, oh, you woke up this morning. Good job, my Good guy. Job. Like, yes. <laughs> All right. Winner. Call Check mark number Check one. one. That's a W. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, well, tell me a little bit about about where, where you're at today and where you want to go with your company. I mean, ordinary marketing, you're starting off. You're starting off. You're, you're doing well. You're out there getting to know people, getting mm-hmm. some business, drawing, drumming it up. What are you, where are you at and where are you planning on going? So I eventually want to take this to full automation, build a team up under me. I have two partners with me right now, Maddie and Brian, my boys, shout out ordinary team. But um, my ultimate goal is to do the music business. So that's why I actually have my degree in entertainment tourism with a concentration in entertainment. Um, and I got a little bit of an intro to that with working with Coachella and Stagecoach and Golden Voice. But... I always thought of rappers as like the cool kids, like always had the girls, Mm -hmm. cool cars, flashy jewelry. You know, I could take or leave that stuff now, but I still want that recognition because I think everybody works for applause at the end of the day, whether it's from themselves or from their peers. It's all about applause. Um, So status. status, Yeah. So I just see video as like a, a need for every business, like every business needs a camera behind it so that you can build a relationship with your customer base. Because if you don't, you're SOL, you're a duck in the water waiting to get shot off um so that was one thing for me and that was why reason i got into video too was i wanted to film rappers as well Uh, i wanted to be a utility piece to everybody that i came in interaction with because there's a thousand rappers but maybe five five to every thousand rappers is a, a video guy and you make yourself a really utility player when you can get behind a camera as well as be in front of it as well you might have skills but if nobody knows who you are if, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? Only if you're there to hear Only it. Only if you're there to hear it, absolutely. That's that's huge, though. That's huge. I want to know a little bit about your experience in that music, like at the Coachellas, at those types of things. Mm-hmm. We just had a major event here on the Wonderfront. Oh, was it Wonderfront? Yeah, Wonderfront. Wonderfront, mm-hmm. right? The wife, went, she like loves that sort of stuff. I'm like, nah, too many crowds of people. <laughs> but um, what's it like, you know, putting together an event like that or putting together any kind of event that, that mm-hmm. requires to bring in talent that requires to bring in staging that requires to bring in video. Like what goes on that sort of stuff on behind the scenes? So behind the scenes is like a war room. It's extreme preparation and planning, like preparation, preference, piss poor performance. Shout out Brett Lambert. My guy is one of the best managers I've ever had in the solar field, but 
it's really really a, an aspect of critical thinking like what can go wrong and how do we prepare for that to happen so you always have a backup for the main show you always have fall-ins for people that might not show up um, what happens if it rains what happens if it's windy what happens if you know a nuclear apocalypse happens and you have to think about these things before and hopefully that doesn't happen but if it does happen you need to plan yeah you need a plan to be prepared so behind the scenes it's a shit ton of preparation and a lot of people running around um, so in video editing you do maybe if you want something really sick you could put an hour in for 30 seconds and mm -hmm. just imagine that um, comparison to working behind the scenes at Coachella so it's about an hour for every 30 seconds that's ridiculous yeah because everything's a show everything is a show and, and when it comes to doing shows and you're the one putting it on you want to have that home court advantage you want to have every point stacked up to the favor even before they get into their car and go to the celebration so it's like the marketing the, the packaging how do they check out everything that goes into them and even after so it's like People think that the sale ends when you see the car drive away. No, it's it's a lot more than that. You want to leave them with a piece of that. It's the media that comes after the highlight reel, the ones that they're showing their family and like, oh, I was there. Do you see me in the crowd right there? It goes like it could be you have the Coachella day one, but it took 365 days to prepare for it. And then 365 days after to finally close that out. Damn, that is a lot of work that goes in. Isn't that. it? Yeah. Yeah. So eventually you want to get into the like that kind of thing like the venue type thing or do you want to get more into like the individual artist type thing i want to be a performer that's what performer yeah, yeah. like full-on rapping and oh, creating yeah. producing and all that stuff oh yeah if you guys pull up a beat i'll freestyle at some point tonight oh way yeah that's dope i can't i can't freestyle don't even, <laughs> don't even look at me like that me neither but i'm definitely about to google a beat right now. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever I'm, I'm ready i come ready all the time no nah, dude I, I i can't freestyle freestyle for nothing i write some stuff though oh yeah like yeah we did some parodies uh i did a parody for like drone coat show sponsor i did a uh, parody for the underground fish tacos casanova fish tacos their sponsor i wrote a you know who gary v is yeah yeah so i wrote i just wrote i haven't released it yet but i did the real slim shady Hey. Uh, and I redid it for the real Gary V. Mm -hmm. So like, oh, yeah, that's what's up for sure. Be, you gotta some, show me that. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. So we're gonna drop it here soon too. Uh, we're gonna make a video for it and all that stuff. But uh, but yeah, like I I have fun with that sort of stuff. Like I don't see it as a profession. Mm -hmm. I just have fun with mm -hmm. it. But you're like you're looking to do it professionally. Yeah, definitely, definitely because. Oh, would My you bad, come bad. in? <laughs> you little YouTube ad that pop up? Yeah, yeah, he's trying to, he's trying, to beat, trying to find a beat. Trying to find a beat, but you know, the YouTube ad comes right up. <laughs> of course. But uh, yeah, I see my personality and how I interact with people, and I see how other people throw on shows, and like there's a stigma that rappers are hard people to work with, and they're mm -hmm. not really caring about their fans. And I see myself when I enter that arena, it's like, oh, forget it. I'm a people person. I'll stay six hours after the show to do a meet and greet and yeah. sign shirts and shit like that. Like, that's. That'd be fun. That's fun for me. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. And I, I another reason I want to get into rap is people care about your opinion. So <clears throat> getting onto a podcast like this and and doing stuff like that is like part of your job. Oh, sign me up. I love that. Man, I've been I've been uh, I've been noticing a lot lately. When you have a show, if you're an artist, mm -hmm. you have a show. People return your phone calls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's amazing <laughs> how that works. Like I can pick up the phone and call somebody, and they're like, "What's up, dude?" Mm -hmm. Or I, like today, I went to I went to the office of. Uh, uh, somebody who's been on the show. I went to Katon's office today, Ham. Marvin, oh, nice. Marvin Yonan and Katon uh, Del Rosario were over there yeah, at, yeah. A, at a at a new. Uh, what is it? It's not the new, new one. New American? No, it's not new no? American anymore. Oh, it's a American Mortgage Network. 
Oh, yeah, American okay. Mortgage Network. And right. anyways, I, I went to the office, the same type of thing. I walk in, like, what's up, dude? Hey. Like, all of a sudden, like, it's not like, hey, you got to wait over there, wait for, mm-hmm. like, it's different. It's different. Just because you're able to give somebody else that exposure that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're, when you're the talent or when you have the show, the door tends to open up. The word is access. And that's really, at the end of the day, all I want out of life. I want to live an exciting life that I have access to pretty much anything. I hate waiting in lines. I hate paying full price. Like, Give me the access. I'll do what I need to do to have that access. That's funny, dude. Because I, I got that off right away. Like the way you got into the frat parties, the way you're going mm-hmm. backstage and seeing all the concerts, meeting all these types of people. It's not like you're doing it for free. You are doing work, right? Absolutely. You're, you're getting stuff done, but you get to be around exactly what you wanted to be around. Mm-hmm. That's that's epic. Have you heard of uh, Alex Benayan? No. So he wrote a book called The Third Door, and it's the exact concept of access. Shout out, Alex. Um so there's the first door to get into the club, which you wait in line with everybody else. Second door is a VIP line where you either have the uh, the social following behind you or you pay a lot of money to get in. But the third door is when you run around the building, knock three times on the kitchen door, talk to the chef, sneak through the kitchen, and then go through the back door and end up behind the DJ table. So <laughs> there's a third door for everything, for every social I like situation. That. I love it. I love it. Life hacks. Life hacks. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. I like that. That was your beat. <laughs> the time is 20 minutes and 13 seconds. We interrupt today's regularly scheduled number one podcast in San Diego for a purely selfish, completely irreverent, sell-out cash-grab word from our sponsor, Hernan. What are we selling today? Dronequote.net, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you guys go to dronequote.net forward slash business bros. Like Brady said, you need to get solar, right? Everybody should be getting solar on their rooftops. It's just kind of the thing. You want to save money from paying SDG&E or whatever other electric company you got to deal with. But people don't know where to start the solar shopping. Dronequote.net forward slash business bros is where you go. That's where you start. Enter your information. They're going to send over a drone. Nobody's got to climb on your roof. Nothing like that. They're going to take pictures of your rooftops, send it to solar companies, send it to the roofing companies. You sit back. And now you get to choose an estimate from all the different solar companies rather than just sitting uh, through one hour and a half presentation for one solar company why do it the hard way do it the easy way drunko.net forward slash business bros mm. business bros boom and now back to that number one podcast in san diego the business bros pod pew, 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 pew. boom all right ready i want to know i want to know one of the coolest stories where you've had that third door access Oh, like, think about it for a second like tell me easy like easy some artist or something that you wanted to see and you're like, I can't, I don't have money or I don't have means. Like, how did you get into this place and how was the event? So first and foremost, Monica said, I love you. I love you. Um, so I dated a girl for on and off for maybe three years. And she's the social media manager for Big Boy's Neighborhood. And we- like Power 106 Big Power Boys? 106 Big Boy. Big Boy? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> but um, we would all, she would always get backstage passes, media access to any concert in the area. So- the, one of the standout ones was uh, the Day and Night Festival. It was the second year that Day it was happening. Day and ha- Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid Cudi. But um, the, the second year it was happening, it was at Angel Stadium. And oh my goodness, it was such a, it was a grand old time. We were um, in the Artist VIP area. And this is when like Bad Baby or like Catch Me Outside Girl was mm-hmm. just coming up. Yeah. I uh, ran into her, uh, saw Trippy Red before he got really big. Uh, there was uh, hung out with Shaquille O'Neal's son, Sharif O'Neal. Um, we were at the Huff booth, um, and my other homie, who was a photographer, um, 
for Hoodrich Pablo Juan. I don't know if you guys have heard mm-hmm. of him, but he's really big in the underground scene. So it was me, her, and my homie Edgar um, just kicking at the Huff booth, like smoking big blunts all day, kicking it with the Huff people, getting free gear, free hats, free socks, kicking it with Sharif O'Neal, saying what's up to all these like local celebrities around. Uh, we saw Trippy Red get into a fight with one of Big Boy's artists. His name was uh, Tay F. Third. That was crazy. So, um, and then we were like, artist vip it was like a cutoff section on these bleachers and at the main stage we saw uh, 21 savage and 21 savage is wearing some checkered overalls going crazy on stage so it's like ga is going nuts everybody's going crazy it's just coming down on the sunlight so everybody's phones are out you could see everybody's flashlights on it's a sea of people and then over here to the left are all the cool kids like i was hanging out with um professional skateboarders like uh, zion wright and jamie foy they were there and um everybody the cool kids are like too cool to like get hype and i'm there with my shirt off going buck i got one two three four five <laughs> six seven eight m's in my bank account in my bank account so that was just one of those standout moments we kicked it for three days got super high had a wonderful time she got all of her work done i was able to meet a whole bunch of cool people and it was just one of those access moments like i always look back on like oh that was it that was sure. dope yeah that was dope Okay, well, how'd you get to San Diego? Like, you've been doing oh, a lot of man. stuff in L.A. How'd you end up here? <laughs> so, San Diego happened. Um, man, so it was November 2018. I stopped selling solar panels because I was just burnt out of doing door-to-door. It, really, it was really getting to my head. And then I was on, like, a maybe four-month hiatus where I wasn't doing nothing. I was just sitting inside all day, just kind of depressed because I lost my solar community, like, my, my boys that like started I started knocking doors with those are my dogs and I left to go make more money at another company because I wasn't utilizing the resources at the company that we were with and then that turned out to be not what I expected so I was like in this weird in-between place of like I don't even want to do solar anymore I lost my boys so I was in a place of depression for like three months and then I started going to networking events I saw this dude named Jet Set Fly he had like 20 bands on a private plane on an Instagram ad I was like oh I'll I'll check out what this guy is doing so I go to one of his events um, sign up for his sales team, paid $4,500 to be part of a sales team for some crazy reason. I was like, not in the right place of mind whatsoever. You paid to be on a sales I team. I paid to be on a sales team. <laughs> Don't ever do that, ever. That's a, that's a hustle. I, I paid to be part of the network to try and get that third door access, and that just turned out to be a total sham. He ripped off a whole bunch of people for their money. I got, yeah. So long story, but I started going to networking events because of his first event. I actually went out to an event in Arizona, met with the homie Matt Morgan, CBD, um, pharmaceutical legend. If you ever see this, I love you, my friend. You're awesome. Kicked it with him. Ryan Stuman, the hardcore closer. I actually went to a, um, again, hella off topic here, but this is a dope story. Um, so John Malott, if you've ever heard the entrepreneur John Malott, um, build your empire, his fiance was having a birthday party so i met these two girls at the arizona event and then they met one of the photographer for john malott and then the photographer for john malott invited the girls out to the birthday party and i was sleeping at one of the girls houses um, at the time and they brought me out to the event so i'm at like this mansion in paradise valley or paradise valley in um in arizona oh my god bro big ass crib 
big old stomper of a crib, pool in the backyard with the open doors, sliding through, catered event, all these millionaires around. I'm kicking it with Chad Power, a professional poker player, uh, Matt Morgan. I try to broker a weed deal with Matt Morgan, like just try and throw it out there because I met another girl who was like talking about how she get weed at like 350 a pound or something. I was like, what the fuck? Let me just try and throw this out there. He schools her like, no way you're getting it for 350 a pound. That's bullshit. <laughs> so I thought the deal was dead and done. Like, oh shit. But he pulls me over. He's like, yo, I respect you for trying to like what you were, you were doing. I saw you at the event. Your energy was mad crazy. So we started texting. That's my dog. I still hit him up for business advice nowadays. But that was like another instance of that uh, third door access, yeah. like just slid in there. And it was crazy party. Crazy, crazy, crazy power. Shout shout out, Chad. Shout out um, Ryan Stuman. Shout out John Malott. Shout out Jeff So Fresh. Everybody from that party. You guys are family to me. I appreciate everybody. But what was the question again? How'd I you think? get to San Diego? How'd I get to San Diego? We're talking about, we're talking about Arizona. <laughs> so, so because of uh, starting going to the Jet Sets events, I started doing more networking events in the area and started going to conferences. So there's a entrepreneur named Andy Audate who had this thing called Progression Conference out in LA. And I drive out to LA to go see that. And I'm in the crowd screaming, going crazy. He tries to sell me on a $5,000 program. I'm like, dude, I just paid one of your speakers $4,500 and he fucked me over. I'm not even trying to deal with that right now. But I go up, uh, I'm, I'm like about to leave. And then this last speaker comes up. His name is Steven De La Cruz. Have you guys heard of Steven De La no. Cruz in the area? Okay, so shout out Steve Jalil, my family. Biggest shout out to Steve Jalil, my family. Um, he owns a business mastermind program here in San Diego. And when he was up on stage, he was talking about how he built 10 businesses in 10 different industries all profiting seven figures each and it's all passive he has a coo casey nicole fox my girl that handles all the corporations for him and i was like dude i want some passive income what the hell is going on so um he after the event i get a book from him and then he's telling me about two events he has a magazine mixer and then a mastermind the day after and i have my boy turhan you guys are looking for real estate go hit up my boy turhan slayton my dog um i stayed at his house in claremont um the night of the um, first event, we had an amazing time, met a whole bunch of people, it was a magazine launch, we made all these connections, and then the next night was the uh, mastermind. So I go to the mastermind, pay 40 bucks to get into it, and um, he, it's like basically a teaching sales sales pitch. So you get into the mastermind, he, he feeds you, and then he explains all the reasons why you should join the mastermind. My dog, Tron, was not feeling it whatsoever. He's like, dude, fuck this, I'm not about it. But I was like, damn, bro, like this sounds pretty legit, honestly. Dude's, <laughs> dude's racking out some mills on different industries every single year. So I signed up for the mastermind, moved down to San Diego, go all in with the mastermind, and then I end up living um, with a couple of the mastermind members, um, over in, we call it HQ, HQ Res, um, in downtown. That's where I'm staying at now. So that's how I got to San Diego. Yeah. All started in Arizona Park. All started in Basically so. <laughs> Dude, man, what an epic life so far. It's, you know, when, I, when I'm in the moment, I'm like, nah, this is not the epic. I wish I was doing a lot more. But when I retail it back to people, it's like, oh, shit, that's kind of crazy, you've bro. Doing, you've been doing some stuff. Mm -hmm. How old are you now? 24. 24 at 24 like mm -hmm. that's that i mean i, I gotta admit my my 20s were pretty partied out too but the party always came to us mm. and uh, and yeah well i mean it's just the way what it happens was, right? when you own a house at 24 yeah, yeah, house, yeah 21 20 whatever we, we were young as hell yeah 20 20 years old having our own place party came to us but um Dude. but you've experienced it like on a whole different level like the networks like your rolodex on your phone's probably Deep. lit yeah Deep, yeah like, <laughs> i got some people you got some people to reach out to so last little question where are you planning on going with this 
Like, what is the vision of, of Ordinary? Is this just a stepping stone? This is absolutely just a stepping stone for me. Um, I believe in video and I believe in Ordinary and I believe with the marketing. That's what I par- why I partner with the people that I'm with right now. But my ultimate goal is to build up enough passive income where I don't have to put any hands on the business and then just go all into the music industry. Um, I personally don't want to ever sign to a label. I want to actually own my own label. And I don't want to ever be responsible to a contract ever where something like is hanging over my head if it's not necessarily 100% beneficial to me. So there's 360 deals right now where they take a portion of every dollar that you make as an artist. And I want to break that status quo completely. I want to be charging other artists that as a platform to stand on. But my end goal is is um, I want to get paid to be a personality. That's it. Across the board, I want to be able nice. to do shows, rock out concerts, sell out arenas, do media events, be on Ellen, Oprah, whatever, Dr. <laughs> Phil, kick it, like whatever across the board, just be paid to be myself. That's my ultimate goal. That's awesome. That's I a great it. goal. And by the way, you can do that if you can get rid of anybody else who's doing the marketing distribution, mm-hmm. which is what you're building anyways. Mm-hmm. So that totally makes sense, dude. Totally makes sense. All right, dude. Uh, last little bit is the ask the bro section. So you get to ask us a question, whatever it is you want, personal Ooh. business. While you think of that, I'm going to remind our audience, 365 pairs of shoes, ladies and gents, was the goal. You helped us meet and exceed that goal. But if you still have any donations, hit James up, 619-884-0045 or James at csfirst.com. The guy's in insurance, so make sure you hit us up for all your insurance needs, homeowners, auto, commercial, business, workers' comp, whatever it is you need. Maybe you want to add insurance into your business. You had a mortgage company, tax office, something like that. And we help you increase your bottom line and do all the heavy lifting for you. Hit James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com to find out how. Droneco.net is our show sponsor for today so make sure you guys start your solar shopping right there dronecode.net forward slash business bros it's easy you go enter some information they'll take care of the rest you sit back pick the quote that works for you start saving yourself some money maybe you're interested in getting a free roof (gasps) find out how dronecode.net forward slash business bros boom you ready yes sir so it's not gonna be business related because i like you guys that's cool what are your guys' biggest fears that you're willing to admit the biggest fear that i'm willing to admit um, I know exactly what it is, and, and my my biggest fear is failing publicly. Like like just like for example, if we if our insurance company like went belly up, like that would hurt my ego. Mm-hmm. Like that's like growing up, I've always had this uh, huge amount of pride, and pride's always been both my greatest asset and my my most detrimental you know attribute. So you know I'm 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 a very proud individual, and failing publicly is probably my biggest fear. Yeah, I I can hardly disagree with that. Like that's that's pretty much right there. If everything was to, f- <laughs> I, I always fear the bottom falling out. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. The bottom falling out. Like just everything goes to shit, and then like what does that leave me with? Where where do I end up? It's it's a fear, but like knowing where I've come from already, it's I feel like I've already overcome the fear. So I don't know. Roller coasters? <laughs> <laughs> like, I still don't get on roller coasters. I'll jump out of plane. I'll jump out of a freaking airplane, but don't put me on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Straight I, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't much care for the... Uh, oh, that, that was me. I don't much <laughs> care for the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, mm-hmm. ride that's over there. Like, up, down, up, down, up, down, up. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. But uh, I'm the same, dude. I, put I, me on an airplane? I'm all about it. You know, it's funny. I've, I've been broke. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I've actually done really well and been broke. 
but I just don't want to do it again. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that, that's 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 the thing. And speaking of roller coasters, up and down, up, up and down, down, up, up and down, down. Right? But that's been the business life. Like we've had huge up years, and then we've had down years. Like I don't know. I don't. Especially now that we have the show, like we put all our stuff out there, all of our ideas. Mm-hmm. Not every single idea we put out there works. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But but by the same token, I'm trying to also get over that. Like the the fact that it's a fear and just be able to say guess what ladies and gentlemen we tried this and it didn't work mm-hmm. you know what i mean like just being able to be yourself and say i messed up dude it didn't work i'm sorry like okay check that one off let's try it a different way but now like uh, i don't know that's I, I think that's still my biggest fear is failing in public but i'm okay with sharing that mm-hmm. failure a little more yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And uh, Andy Cruz actually is commenting uh, about the video that he recently made. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, I saw it. I did. Uh, same thing about, about failing publicly. Mm-hmm. And uh, bravo to you, Andy. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, appreciate the vulnerability there. And yeah, I mean, it's for me, that's actually one of my values. I found this out in journaling last week. Uh, one of my values is that vulnerability. Like, I'm afraid to fail because I'm afraid to fail. I don't want to fail. Uh, but I'm vulnerable enough and comfortable enough that if I do, the world's going to know about it. <laughs> We're right here. So uh, anyway, um, I have a beat ready to drop. Oh, hit me oh, with it. Yeah, we're okay. ready. Right, Can right. I pour a little cognac before we do yeah, that? Man. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. A little whiskey, a little whiskey. Yep. All, All right. right. Oh, I'm curious. I want to see know, how this know, thing's going to pan mm-hmm. out. All right. You know what? While you pour that, you can just listen to the beat. Go for it. Oh. Wait for the beat to drop. Let me see uh-huh. if I'm feeling this. I could usually go on anything though. Alright. Whatever. We can run with it. We can All run right. with it. Alright. It's no. a little slow. Little Give me slow. yeah. If you could slow. look up like a Pierre Bourne type beat. Like Pierre P I E R R E B O U R N E. Got it. That's a little slow. That's a little slow. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. We're skipping that. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm like a happy rapper. Happy. Uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> Let me see. That fits your personality. Right? Totally. Damn, I'm going to put him on the spot. Huh? No, yeah. problem. He, no he problem. Said, he, said, he said. He said. He said. I mean, I'll karaoke, you know. It's whatever. Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All right. It's, it's commercial. that premium. Ah. You know this one. Yeah. Hey. All right. I don't know this one. I just like it already. All off right, off the right. rip. Mm. I'm sipping whiskey, she getting frisky, all up in the dippy, rolling super slippy. I be off the top, never stop, I'm with the Uber drop. Me and my boys go hit the top, run it up, we get the cops. We don't fuck with no cops, drop it off at your front door, kicking in, we need the dough, asking at where is the mo? I be on the podcast with them big old biggest bros, yeah, Hern and James, getting all them big old flames. We gon' do it in the range, I'ma switch up on the lane, I'ma hit them with the flame. I'm insane. Yeah, no, 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 brain. I be dropping out. Hold up, wait, I'm copping out. Me and my boys get solid out. Yeah, you know we got it out. Ooh, yeah, I'm all about them business. Yeah, them cheddar chips. Hold up, wait, I take the dip. And you know I'm feeling lit. Too legit to ever quit. Gonna hit it from the fucking top. Yeah, you know I never stop. Business bros, we make it drop. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little sign. Yeah. A little sign. A little sign. <laughs> <Right there. laughs> See? I 
love it. I love it. That's a we winner. We do have fun on the show. <laughs> <laughs> about that? I love that. Hey, Brady, man. thanks a lot for the coming on, man. The pleasure's been mine, Ernie. The pleasure's been mine. That was fantastic. That was fantastic. Ladies and gents, I got one more thing I forgot. Talk to this camera right here, Brady. Tell them how to get a hold of you. Okay, go ahead and text me directly. I love text messages or calls. Uh, 951-392-1644. You can email me at brady at ordinary.co. That's O-R-D. <laughs> the whiskey got me a little bit. Ordinary.co with an I, not a Y. And then you can follow me on Instagram as well. G-U-A-P-B-R-A-D-Y. Sitting right under you too, right? Yep. Right here. Boom. There it is right there. All right, man, man. Thanks again for the coming pleasure, out. The pleasure's been mine, believe me. Ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now. Or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.